Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor Kwashim Herring. How you doing? Kwashim D. Herring, but thank you. Thank oh. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Remember, the I D. told you, brother, you were gonna have to help me there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. The D is for my uh, deceased grandfather. When he passed away, his middle name was Diamond. My dad wanted all the herring men to keep the middle initial alive, so every one of us has a D middle initial. And so mine is Dewan, my dad's is Dwight, and then my grandfather's was Diamond. So, oh, okay, okay. And where are you from? In case listeners want to know. So I'm actually born and raised from Tucson, Arizona, Tucson, Arizona. And I'm I'm, I'm so excited to be on this uh this great Toronto platform. Um I love Canada. Can't wait to visit again. So Oh, you have visited us. When? Yes. Well, I've been to Niagara Falls. I've been to Niagara Falls, man. So Okay, but Niagara you didn't Falls, ex- you didn't get to experience Toronto I though. Get, That's... I didn't get to Toronto. <laughs> now I am gonna come to Toronto. Toronto is on my list. It is on my list. So it's definitely I'm definitely gonna take a peek on there. I, I've heard so many great things about it. Um I'm a big uh I like Drake, I'm a big Tory Lanez fan. I've seen like the different uh Toronto Raptors how they're doing with their games. And of course, y'all are big on hockey, but I heard y'all food is to die for. So I got to go out there and check it out. I know you got to try some West Indian food, brother. You need your oxtail, okay. your, what do you call your rice and peas and your curry goat. You need all okay. the good Jamaican food. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what y'all got out there. Oh, yes, we do, brother. Let a young lady cook for me. I got to go down there and let a young lady cook for me, a little Toronto in. All right. So you are an actor let the listeners know a little bit about your journey okay so i am an actor director and producer acting is uh the biggest love of my life um it's one of those things where i tell people is um there's different loves in your life that you have of course your wife your kids uh but when you find something that you love to do you want to do it you can find a way how to make money from it later but when you find something you love to do you want to do it. And that that's what happened with me with acting. I am um, been acting now almost four years full time. Uh, this is my number one. Um, I don't take any uh, nine to fives or anything like that. I'm firmly focused on this because I feel like when you start out on something and you give it your all, you have no complaints. But if you give it halfway or you do it a fourth of a way, you're going to have complaints and then there's no reason for you to even do it. And me, I started out as an extra. I started as an extra. I tell people, you can start as an extra. The thing about being an extra is, it's depending on what you're an extra on. If you're going to be an extra, be on big stuff so you can learn everything and eat good. That's what I tell people. All right. And what were you on an extra on earning some big stuff? (laughs) So so the first one I was on was a Kevin Wilmot directed movie. He directed Black Klansman. He did a movie called The 24 with Andre Byers, which played, um, no, Trey Byers, which played Andre from Empire. But the one right after that was Greenland with Gerard Butler, which was directed by Rick Roman Wu. Wow. That was huge for me. And then another one that people don't know I was on, and I actually had a little screen time, was Lovecraft Country uh, with the great, um, just, uh, what is her name? Smollett, the Journey Smollett. So yeah, so it was, and then the great, um, I forgot his name that passed away. He was, he was, really good too he came from out of new york and, yes um, yes i yeah. think it was michael something was Ma- it michael, michael yeah 
Michael. Yes. Yes. Yeah. With him in there. And so a lot of people don't know that either. And then when I hit up, I got on Black Lightning. I was on Black Lightning. Got a little screen time on that. And then to me, the biggest one, but I don't, I wasn't an extra. I was more of a special ability because they needed a a military type of person that could actually handle a gun. And I was actually picked to be the continuing uh, soldier. I was on Walking Dead as one of the main Commonwealth soldiers. So that was, that was huge for me to meet um, Carol to meet um, Ezekiel and all those great different stars that was on there and to just make what they were doing and watch what they were doing and then just having such a, watching just such a great tight-knit family work. Because you go to a compound and they had all these productions like where it had, uh, you had your ADs, you had uh, the people for Crafty and you just had a well-oiled machine and I got cool with everybody. And being cool with everybody got me a lot of screen time because they were always saying, hey, we want him. And sometimes I would drive all the way from Charlotte just to come up to Atlanta for a couple of days. So, But you lose friends. You said you lose a lot for this business. Oh, Is yeah. that true? Oh, yeah. That's very true, man. Um, first off, when I first started in 2019, um, I was in a almost a three-year relationship. And uh, I lost my job. And I wanted to do this full time. So I did. I put like over 40, 50,000 miles on my car driving back from D.C., driving to New York, driving to Atlanta, driving to Virginia, driving to Knoxville, Tennessee. Like I went everywhere you could think of. And during that time, I was in a very committed relationship with a young lady. She was at the time wanted to just work her nine to five and be at home. She was working a really good job. She's making really good money and she wanted her man at home. And I told her, I want to be extraordinary. I don't want to be average. And so the the smallest story that I tell people that really got me and her to really depart was when I got one of the biggest calls and the biggest emails of my life. I went on two different casting calls, a casting call for a play that was going to be in um, Raleigh. And then I went on a casting call for this big movie that was going to be shooting in South Carolina. And I got an email for both of them in the same day. And I got hired for both. And I went and told her, I said, babe, I got some good news. And I'm sitting there telling her my news and her face isn't changing. Wow. She She wasn't happy for you. She wasn't happy for you. After the news, she said, that's it. That was your big news. What? Wow. And I knew right then, man. And so right after that, um, right before I left to go to Raleigh to do the play, I packed up all my stuff and, and we we departed. And it just, it hurt me because she saw how hard I was working. She saw how much I was putting in. Like, this is somebody that let me sleep in my car when I was out in Atlanta one time and I had extra days because um, I didn't have extra funds at the time to pay for a hotel because I was trying to really be budgeting. And she was like, well, just sleep in your car. But it was cool, right? But when you, I give you this moment that's going to change our lives and then you look at me and say, nothing. Wow, that, 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 really, that really hurt me. Like that, and we broke up and that was a huge relationship that I lost. Right, right, right. So encourage people because, you know, there's a lot of young people that do want to be actors. What happens if they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a best friend like that and they're not happy for them? But that's my good best friend, Ricky. I can't lose him. We went to elementary school, middle school, (laughs) high school together. What do you say to that? Well, this is what I tell people. If you're going to pick this business, make sure your partner wants you to do it 
and believes in you to do it. It's not enough for them to respect you doing it. They got to be one of your biggest fans. They got to like your stuff. They got to know that you're good because if they don't believe you're good and they don't believe you're going to make it, it's not going to work. And you have to really have that conversation with them. Hey, listen, I'm thinking about starting this career. What do you need from me so that I can get what I need from you? And if you have that conversation, that should really be able to smooth everything over. Just don't jump in it without having the conversation. You got to have the conversation and then be willing to walk away. I understand you love this person. I understand that this person, you feel like you care about them. And I understand that this person been in your life for a while, but if they're not going to be there for your dream, because this is the thing, uh, the, the great Alan Watts said, you should live a shorter life doing what you love to do than live a long life doing what everybody else wants you to do and then just die and have nothing to show for. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's kind of like most of us today we just living from paycheck to paycheck yeah. and living to please people right correct correct man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so doesn't matter how long you know ricky or suzette if they're not happy correct. for you be gone bye felicia be gone. Walk right away, man. <laughs> and don't be scared to walk away just just walk away Uh Uh-huh. And you did. And your career got more bigger after that. You see, sometimes when we let go of those people, those people could have been holding us back. Maybe you wouldn't have got the bigger opportunities if you were still with her. You're right. You're right about that, because I lost another relationship during during um, after that, too, was uh, I had to go to a whole nother state to learn the mannerisms because I was going to do a um, a movie based on an actual living person. And so I moved into his house. I learned his mannerisms and I had to go all the way to Memphis, Tennessee. And my woman at the time, she was in the military. So she's supposed to be the most understanding. We were living in Albuquerque at the time. And she was like, well, why do you have to be out there that long? When are you coming back? I'm like, babe, you know, I'm working on this. You, you know, I've been waiting on this. I'm the lead character. This is me. This, I'm running this. And it was like, no support once again. But what I learned is she never wanted me to do that profession. She just respected it. And that's why I've changed. You have to love it. You have to be like, babe, you wanted the best. Babe, you the next Denzel. Babe, you this. Because if not, I'm not dating. <laughs> and and that's funny true, story, you if I meet a girl, people. I make them watch my movie first. Period. Yeah. You need those people. You need those people to encourage you to bring you to the next level and to say, you know what? You are going to be that next Denzel. You are going to be that next Will Smith. Not today's Will Smith. The past Will Smith. (laughs) 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 You're going to be that next Forrest Whitaker. You know what I'm saying? There you go. That next Leonardo. Come on now. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about more of your projects. Now, you, Dame Dash directed a 2B, what do you call it? Uh, is it a 2B series or a movie? It, it was a movie. So what happened is we filmed this movie in 2020, right? And we filmed it during the pandemic and during COVID, like where it was really, really cold. And we shot this movie around for two years. And finally, uh, Dame Dash Studios, which was headed by Omar Salgado, he got wind of the movie. He loved it. He fell in love with one of the characters named Ace. 
which just so happened to be me. And they ended up giving us a deal for that movie. And we ended up distributing it on Tubi. And now it's on America New, his new network that he actually just started. And it's one of the top movies on there. And when we did it, we went on Fox Soul first. And um, Fox Soul did it to where they also had a YouTube page. We got over 100,000 views in less than eight days. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. Beautiful moment. Wow, wow, wow. So big things keep popping up for you, brother, anymore. Big surprises you want to share with our Canadian listeners? So, I mean, we got we have a big horror movie coming from L.A. that we just finished up. Uh, it's called Dress for Slaughter. It's one of the best whodunits you will ever see. That's coming up in the next month or two. Um, we have a movie that just dropped a month ago called Irreversible Desires. You guys can check that out. It's on Prime. Uh, it's not want your prime membership but if you got enough to get a happy meal which is 3.99 you can go ahead and rent that and check that out it would be way well worth the price and then we have another one coming the top of the year called grimy situation and that's coming out of dallas and that's going to be a huge one as well so i'm looking forward to coming out to canada doing some films here soon uh, i've been trying to link up with some people that's doing some uh, filming out there so because your guys' filming community is absolutely amazing Yes, 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 we are. So what is Irreversible Desires about or Desire? Okay, so that one is a good one. So what's crazy about it is everybody thinks it's a sex movie. It's not. Oh, it's about three (laughs) friends that grow up that all get married and they all start running into issues uh, with their um, desire for more more intimacy, more intimacy with their partner, more intimacy with uh, the people that they meet. And they all want to become swingers. But like it says on the title is be careful with the fire you create because it might come back and burn you. And it gets crazy. Wow. So they all want to be swingers. But. Let me ask you this, in case our listeners want to know, does it have a happy ending or no? (laughs) Well, let me tell you this. The ending is one of the most jaw-dropping endings you are going to see on a movie that's based upon romance and love. So it is an action thriller romance and the, the twist at the end. Oh, man. Absolutely amazing. It's kind of like that song. The more we get together, the happier we'll be when your friends are my friends and my friends are your friends. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) But we all share in the same bed and the same partner. You know what I'm saying? And then, boom! And you're like, oh, shoot, what just happened? What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) So listeners can look out for that. And like you said, be prepared to be shocked. It's on Prime. And if you don't want to pay any of those prices, you can go watch it on Tubi, but it'll have commercials. But I want y'all to watch it without the commercials because you do not want no commercials during this one right here. You do not want a commercial during this movie. So, yeah. All right. And listeners, again. One of the greatest directors out there. She got another couple of projects I'm working with her on as well. All right. And listeners, again, be prepared to be shocked. Halloween just passed. So it might give you the Halloween (laughs) thriller. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 And that laugh is a Halloween laugh, too. (laughs) 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 So, listen, 
You said writer and director. Is there anything you are passionate that you want to write about your own stories? Maybe your family yeah. upbringing. What are you passionate about? So um, I actually have a couple of projects in the work that I'm I'm trying to write. Um, I was trying to get my parents to do a TV show with me. They won't do it. So I'm going to, they don't know this, but I'm going to write their love story. Uh, my parents have been married 43 plus years and I want to show that on screen. Um, it came to me recently, especially this last trip we just did in Panama City, just watching them and just seeing them uh, see their my mom's cousins and seeing other couples. They always just stand out. And I want to show that on screen, a one, like a true love movie. I want to show like how they met, how they uh, from the day they met from their first date, they've been inseparable. And then my dad, he uh, ended up calling her while he was overseas and proposed to her came back early from one of his duty stations just to marry her and then had these wonderful kids together. And I want to show that. And I want to show uh, Black love is still at its at its highest. And I also just want to show that love is at its highest. When you get married uh, without the uh, trying to gain something from the person, but other than their heart, this is how it looked. But if you get married because you want to have a bigger tax bracket or you want to make more money in the household or you are just settling, it's not going to work. But if you love this person, because they still look like newlyweds to today, like they still hold hands, they still go on dates, like they still do all of that. They even still do the little butt taps. Like it's crazy. Like when I'm out with my parents, it's like being out with young folks. Like it's being out with actual two young people that are still dying in love with each other like it's unwavering at times it's beautiful and they so look happy they look happy yes, they're yes, happy yes. sorry not they look happy they are happy 43 years 43 plus years man my dad says 47 because he counts the day that he met her because he said that she was checking for him and making sure he was in the house doing the right things from day one so he counts it all the way from there so 47 years so okay and some people do get married for kids <laughs> too as well too there you that's go that's another one too they just want yes. the kids so yeah. not a good reason why to get married. Not although, a good reason at all. Although, love, although, although kids are good, but if you yes. just want to get married to have kids, that ain't going to work either. <laughs> it ain't. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, most people, if they do the dark room test to their partner, they would break up today. What a dark room test is, go in a room, turn off all the lights, put both chairs where you're sitting in front of each other, where, but you can barely see each other, and just talk for a whole hour or two without touching each other and see after that hour or two, do you love each other more? Do you love each other less? Or did it do anything? Because if you could do the dark room test and y'all are still in love, you're with the right person. Wow. Well, we should make a TV series or a TV movie out of it, shouldn't we? I like it. I like it. <laughs> the, the dark, dark room. room test. <laughs> the darkroom test that would get a lot of high ratings don't it you really think would. so it really would you you would host it i would have you hosting it okay please welcome donovan lacroxy the host the darkroom test yeah <laughs> i love it all right so what do you want to say to the actors that are on strike and still on the picket lines? Yes, there have been a lot of talks this week, negotiations, but we still haven't got that deal yet. What do you want to say to the actors that are still on strike? Okay, I don't know if I want to be honest or if I want to be politically correct. So I'm going to do a little bit of both. So 
the politically correct thing is this, which whatever you went on strike for until you get it, stay on strike. It doesn't make sense to sacrifice and then settle. That's why I tell people I'll never quit this profession. I lost too much. I won't quit being an actor no matter how hard it gets because if I would have quit a long time ago, I'd have all the stuff I lost. If I quit now, all of that was in vain. So if you are passionate about what y'all want and y'all put an actual plan together, get it, no matter how long it takes. Now, I want to be honest. This is the honest part. A lot of y'all actors are lazy, and it doesn't matter how much money y'all make it per movie. We see it. The laziness has got to stop. The laziness has got to stop, and that's why they probably won't give y'all what y'all asking for, because y'all not giving the, the best effort that y'all supposed to give. Y'all want all these hand-me-downs, and y'all want them to give you all these things that y'all have not given. The thing about it is this. We just went through a pandemic and a COVID time where y'all had all this break time. Then we come back, and y'all still giving the same lackluster performances, and then you take, once the writers go on strike, that y'all need to go on strike and ask for all these outlandish demands. Some of these demands, I get it, but some of them, I don't. And this is the thing. You can complain about the residuals that y'all are not getting, but you'll never put up what you made in the front end. You can also complain about all these things that the union it wants you to do, but y'all are the most um, entitled I've ever seen. See, us non-union actors, we out here working. We out here jobbing. We out here doing it for crumbs on a dollar. And guess what? You can't you can't compare it to the performance we bring in. We bring in them million-dollar performances in front of you. But do y'all put us in y'all strike demands? No. Do y'all put in there a higher two to three union actors per production? No. Do you say... Oh, well, maybe union people, maybe us union and non-union should come together to where we can work together without having non-union people sign this outlandish contract. No, you don't. So the thing about it is this, to get y'all demands, I'm going to tell you what you need to do. Y'all have to uh, come together cooperatively with us non-union actors and have a strike with y'all. Then y'all will get the demands y'all want. But for us to join, you got to make it worth our while. Because we ain't skipped no beat. We working. And I've still been working. I've been putting out, I've been uh, been on sets multiple times this year. And I'm going to continue doing it. Because this is the thing. I love to do it. What I want you actors to ask yourself is this. Do y'all love doing this? Or do you like doing this? Because when you love something, you'll sacrifice for it. When you love something, you'll do it to the best of your ability. No matter how much is on that paycheck. Or no matter how much is on that paper. Yeah, we deserve great wages and things of that nature. But this is a privilege. Like Denzel said. This is a privilege to be able to put stories together and bring people's stories to life. So understand that, that this is a privilege. So get half of what you want and get back on set and let's get to what we're supposed to be doing, which is entertaining these people, teaching these people, and giving these people something to look forward to. Ooh, gosh, hallelujah. That went in deep. <laughs> that was deep, brother. <laughs> now some <laughs> now some actors might clap back and say it is about the money because I got a of family. Course. And if it's about feed. the money, then quit. Then go do something else. Because this is the thing. You chose this profession. So don't get mad when it changes. Because this is the thing, D. Back right. in the day, residuals were high because you had to wait each week for a new show to drop, like Martin, Living Single, uh, Two and a Half Men, Seinfeld, stuff like that, right? It's not like that now. We're in a streaming microwave platform. People can watch your whole show within one whole day. They can watch your whole season of your show. Why in the world 
Will we pay you if, if, I'm, if I'm the streaming network? Why would I pay you daily for residuals when they watched your whole show on my platform in a day? You're not the reason they keep coming to my platform. It's all the, the catalog that's bringing everybody to the platform. Yeah, I'll pay you a little bit more, but a quarter per subscriber? Are you crazy? Stop it. Please. Wow. 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 And then AI, of course, taking their yeah, the images. AI part, I get that part too. But that's the thing. D, that's not even what they're pushing the hardest for. They're yeah. pushing harder for the money than the AI part. That's true. It's all about money at the end of the day, right? So yes. sometimes it can be about greed, right? And I'm not saying yes. Yes. everybody's greedy. We're not saying everybody's right. greedy, but some people they do want that money at the end of the day money talks you know what walks right come on now <laughs> all right i know i, I ruffled a lot of feathers with that i already know i, already, <laughs> I know i ruffled a lot of feathers with that one <laughs> and a quick message again to the younger actors coming up what do you want to tell them where they are worried they may not work again, but I know you're going to say there's lots of streaming platforms. There's lots of projects right. they can do themselves. But what if you are really worried that you want to be behind the camera? You don't want to come up with your own stuff. Listen, this is the thing to all you up and coming actors. This business is not going anywhere. This business will always be here. You may just have to do a little bit more, just like you can't go to casting calls in person anymore. Most of the time now it's self-tapes. You have to adjust to the new dynamic. I understand you don't want to do your own projects. Well, guess what? Go get on someone else's project because there's so many hungry non-union productions that are looking for people. Whatever city you stay in, somebody is filming something. You just got to find it. And then you have to have in your gut, and I'm going to say this to you young actors, this is the thing I want you to ask yourself before you take this profession. Are you ready for what it brings? Meaning it's going to bring sorrow. It's going to bring tears. It's going to bring pain. It's going to bring undying depression. Then it's also going to bring you happiness. It's going to bring you joy. It's going to bring you satisfaction. And it's going to bring you great accolades. But this is the thing. Each day you wake up, if you do not believe you can do it, quit. But each day you wake up and you say to yourself, you can do it and you're going to be one of the best at it, then do it. There's nobody stopping you. Don't let nobody deter your dream. Don't let nobody tell you you're not good enough because this is something that you can become great at because this is the thing. The best actor is the person that can be their self and act like the camera not there. Right, it's that right, simple. So right. find your passion, stand on your passion, find your why and push forward to the end and make it what it needs to be. Because this is the thing. Your dream becomes reality when you believe it first. And don't let nobody tell you you're not good enough because there's so many ways to practice and become great. Denzel, you all will never know. He got more no's than anybody on this planet. And then he found a loophole. Then he found a um, a different approach and then he took off. You got to be ready for the nose. Take them nose and fly through them like it's nothing. Be happy for the nose, more happy than you are for the yeses. Because that no means you're bringing you closer to another yes. Amen, amen, amen. And be prepared to lose that best friend from high yeah, school lose, too. Lose your, lose your girlfriend, lose your boyfriend, lose your best friend. Because this is the thing. Not all of them could come with you. Because let me True. tell you something, when they see you on that red carpet and they didn't get a plus one invite, 
Woo! That dang hurt right there. Let me tell you something. I don't have a problem getting to the event. I have a problem having a plus one. So make sure y'all, make sure you tell them, don't not be my plus one. Don't not be my plus one. Okay. I'll be your plus one on the sidelines, okay? I'll be waving to you from <laughs> the it. sidelines, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Did you want to throw out your social media plot? Forms and some of your projects in case Most people want to check you out. Most definitely. But first off, let me just say this. Uh, to God be the glory, to God be the grace. I give all grace to him. Everything that he gives me, it's coming from him because he gave me the talent to do it. Um, my social media platforms are all my actual real name, Kwashim D. Herring. Uh, on Instagram, it's Kwashim D. Herring. On Facebook, uh, it's Kwashim D. Herring. And on, uh, what's, what's my other stuff? No, I think that's it. Just uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I got some projects coming up. I co-wrote a project with the great Ashley uh, Washington. She is uh, a phenomenal. No, I'm sorry. Ashley Wright. Ooh, please forgive me. Ashley, I'm sorry. Ashley Wright and me co-wrote a project called The Code that is coming up here um, in the next year, year or so. And also we got a project I'm doing with Dean Warner, same person that directed the uh, Dress for Slaughter. We got a horror movie coming out where I play a 911 operator named Clark called Out of the Dark. We're in the process of getting ready to film that. Currently, we're getting ready to do the premiere for Grimy Situation that is just finished filming and is in post-production. And that's going to be coming out top of next year. And there's going to be a part two coming as well for that as well. And we also have a project coming out in North Carolina, South Carolina, and another project starting up in Houston that I can't discuss just yet, but just get ready for that. And uh, the way y'all can keep in touch and know what I got coming up, go to imdb.com slash Kwashim D. Herring. You'll see everything I got. Or you could just Google my name, Kwashim D. I'm the only one. All right, all right. Any final things you'd love to tell Met Radio in closing? Well, Met Radio, thank you so much for having me. Donovan, look, is it LaCroix? LaCroixie. <laughs> LaCroixie. Well, yeah. first, I want to give a shout out to you, Donovan LaCroixie, for reaching out to me and giving me this chance to come on the phenomenal platform. Uh, I take when I get a chance to do interviews, I take them very seriously. I, I want you to know that what you're doing to be able to even give us a voice is absolutely amazing. Uh, you did absolutely amazing asking me the questions we have a great chemistry and you just keep doing what you're doing i've already heard most of the stuff you've done you are a phenomenal host so thank you for having me on that uh shout out to toronto shout out to this great radio station and just keep doing what y'all doing man let's keep these dreams alive let's keep doing entertainment and let's show when you do something you love to do it's not a job it's a passion and we enjoy it and oh. we're happy to do it. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed getting to know you and speaking that positivity in my life. Yes. You got great things coming, man. Great blessings coming, man. Uh, pray, praying for you and your, your platform and it's going to continue to excel. And I'm just glad I could be uh, just a branch on this great tree that continues to grow. All right, for Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank actor, writer, and director. Kwashim D. Herring. And that's got to be that two words, checkmate. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode.